Next on BYU Sports Nation, show number 150, and oh, it's loaded. BYU women's hoops in Lincoln, Nebraska for the Sweet 16. How much do you really know about their number one ranked opponent? Spring football hits the pinnacle moment tomorrow at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Michael Elisa will join us live to discuss the state of Cougar football and his transition to linebacker. Plus, BYU rugby rolling, as is BYU men's volleyball. And what do you think the BYU Sports Nation headline will be on Monday? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Friday, March 28th, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Oh, that was on par, dude. This is how we do it. That was not. (laughs) I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the new owner of a Floby. That's not true. Jerem Jordan, all in preparation for Monday's potential (laughs) haircut. You know whose Floby I would have to borrow? Eric Meekins. Eric Meekins. Yes. Wherever and however you may be joining us, great to have you with us. Show number 150. I feel like we just passed 100 last week, but here we are. Yeah. At 150 shows, and we've come a long way from our debut on radio on I don't September even want to 2nd. listen to that show compared to that's, now. It's kind of tough to go back and hear that, isn't no, it? No, that, that was a tough show to do because BYU, one, it was our first show. <laughs> they just lost to Virginia. We had never hosted a radio show. You know, it was totally new to us. Excite, we were very excited, but and then BYU just lost to Virginia. <laughs> what a way to start. And here we are. And here we are. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We've had fantastic memories through 150 shows. Uh, what's, what's one of your favorites on top of your head? Uh, Jamal Williams, 28 shout outs at the end of an interview. One time <laughs> shout outs with Jamal. It took over two minutes. <laughs> yeah. We thought Tyler Hawes to Golic shout out to the Philippines was long. No, I think it included Beyonce and Rihanna. Yeah. George Washington George was in there. Washington. Like, what? <laughs> uh, for me, I would have to say just the emergence of BYU sports nation karma. And yes, how real that has become. And then Steve Young telling us at one point that he missed us. That was really cool. And was like, why, hey, why haven't, you, why haven't you got me on this show in a while? I've missed you guys. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty cool moment. You need the nation, the BYU Sports Nation. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and have your say, particularly on today's Twitter question. What will Monday's headline be on BYU Sports Nation? Will it be women's hoops? Will it be related to my haircut? Will it be men's volleyball? Football? (laughs) Sound off using the hashtag BYUSN. What's the headline going to be on Monday across BYU Sports Nation? Listen to our show, Noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV or on BYUTV.org. More importantly, it's Friday, and you need to rise and shout because it's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. The biggest game ever. I think we have nothing to lose, and the Huskies have... A lot to lose. Everything. They, yeah. They have to meet expectations that everyone has. We don't really have any expectations. And I think that's what fueled us this whole season. Morgan Bailey joined us on BYU Sports Nation in studio yesterday at ABABAY41. ABABAY. 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 Power forward for the BYU women's team. And they, she exudes confidence right now. They're playing with nothing to lose. They're playing the number one team in America, the greatest team of this generation, with the greatest women's basketball coach of the era, Gino Ariema. And so not only that, but you're playing UConn in the Sweet 16. Tell me, is, 
Is there even a competition when you look at BYU women's basketball and uh, how you rank not, these games? I'll just, it, I'll just it is cut you off. number one. I'll just cut you off. There's not. This no. is the biggest game in BYU history. In 2002, BYU went to the Sweet 16. At the time, that was the best finish in school history. Now BYU has an opportunity to – they've equaled that. It's over. They've equaled that. Can they compete with UConn to be in the game and maybe even win Listen, in Lincoln, Nebraska tomorrow? In 2002, they weren't playing the number one ranked team in America in the Sweet 16. Right. They, they weren't playing UConn. I don't know who they, they were. I don't even know who they yeah, were. do you remember? No. Also, they weren't coming off back-to-back wins over top 20 teams in NC State and Nebraska. Well, I don't, the, I don't know what games they played. What but. they're doing right now is unprecedented in the history of BYU women's basketball. It just is. The chances are they don't win this game. They're not supposed to win this game. And that's what we've been talking about, that if for some reason they won this game, it would be ginormous, huge, the biggest win in women's sports history at BYU, probably school history in my opinion. It would be humongous. They're going to have to play the best game they've ever played to win the game. Here's the deal. UConn traditionally recruits only McDonald's All-Americans, I think. I think that Burger is a, pre- King, that is a Bell, prerequisite. Burger King, All-Americans also play for Connecticut. <laughs> it is a prerequisite that you have to be one of the top 10 high school recruits in America to play for the University of Connecticut. You have to be able to dunk. Gino Ariema gets the best of the best. The guy's won nine national championships. His team has been to 21 straight Sweet 16s. The last they six just final win. Four, is, I believe. They're expected to win the national championship every year. If they don't, it's a disappointment. Let's what other program can say that? Let's look at it from their side. They're playing a 12 seed. That's the they're, game's they're, over. They're, to them, right? Yeah. So I hope BYU competes in this game. That's, that's where I'll find uh, some interest, is that if BYU can compete in the game. And like I said yesterday, if BYU wins against Connecticut and Lincoln in women's basketball, I want to make sure I get all the terms correct there. <laughs> I will shave my head. I will let Jeff Judkins shave my head next week on the show. Now, we said Monday. If BYU beats Connecticut, so they're playing Monday. So it wouldn't happen Monday. It'd be It'd be on Tuesday. Tuesday. But still, if regardless, that, that would happen. That'd Jeff Judkins, the whole team in the studio surrounding Jerem as they use your Floby to give you a haircut. So they, they are either in the Final <laughs> Four or they lost an Elite Eight game. You know what I mean? That would, they will have done something amazing. What's... You, you, to me, it's almost more amazing that I would shave my head than them beating Connecticut. <laughs> no, no, no. Connecticut. Motivate. You're right. You're right. Motivate. Rise up. Uh, UConn is a program that has won 90 games in a row at one point. 90 games in a row. That is incredible. They hold the NCAA streak for longest winning streak of any team. That's better than the UCLA men's basketball team. Yeah. You can listen and watch this game tomorrow, 4.30 Eastern from Lincoln. Ty Brandenburg on the call on BYU Radio. It's also on ESPN. I think they'll do what they did last time, which was kind of split it up regionally. But it's on the mothership. Okay, Jerem, tell me, in the 3 to 5% chance that both you and I have given BYU to win this game, three point, I said 5%. Mm-hmm. I said BYU would win 1 out of 20 games. What has to happen for BYU to beat UConn tomorrow? Shoot 85% from the field. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I, I don't see a regular scenario where BYU wins the game. So I tell you, if BYU shoots... They have to play crazy. High, high 50s. They shoot... They shoot high over, 50s barely got it done against a four seed. Well, the, listen. Listen. 85% is not going to happen. That's but, what I'm saying. But you think that that's the only way they beat UConn? Listen, I want them to compete in the game. That would be a victory to me. They have Jennifer Hampson. They They have have Jennifer Hampson. Three Jennifer Hampson. That should make. No, they don't. Jennifer Hampson's the tallest college basketball player in America. You know what I mean. Come on. Yes. 
But still, 85%. Come on. No, no, I wish them good. This is nothing against BYU. My comments are nothing against BYU. It's that UConn is un. They're amazing. They're incredible. They're whatever adjective. Yes. But that's why they play the games. They're still away. They're still away. We'll talk more about that and how BYU could potentially sneak past UConn. Let's keep it rolling. Topic two. Define spring scrimmage. I think we want to establish where we're at as a team and um, see what works, see what doesn't work. I think that's about it. And then kind of depth chart. Rob Daniel joined us also live in studio this week, and he talked about what BYU accomplishes through this spring scrimmage. Because we're calling it scrimmage by design, not game. Yeah, it's not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We talk about practice. Not not, not, not a game. Talk about scrimmage. It, it, okay, there there is purpose, and that is the important thing. Because some people will say, well, well, it's not. They're not playing a spring game, and they're just doing some drills and scrimmage. Really, what's the point? What do you do? Well, there, there's purpose in everything the BYU football program does. Yes, and you know what? You should embrace the fact that BYU is playing football in any way, shape, or form in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Take a step back. To me, that's that's why it's still a special experience. Because how many times does BYU play football in Lavelle Edwards Stadium where fans can go? Oh, maybe 10? Less than 10. Including fall practice. Stadium of Fire does not count. There's no football. You know what I'm saying? Six home games. The spring scrimmage is seven. And then maybe once or twice in the fall. So guys are, have pads on. They're going to tackle each other. It's in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I love it. I love it. Look, it's an opportunity to see what changes have been implemented since the bowl game. And there have been some. We talked about the offensive nuances yesterday with the motion. And you're going to see Taysom Hill at 228 pounds. Stand on the sideline. Whether He'll, he'll, he'll be probably in the play in a few drills. We don't know who won't be in, but right. I, I can right. guarantee you Taysom Hill won't play in that game. Why would you play Taysom Hill now? You Nothing to prove. This is an opportunity. Jamal Williams, same thing. This is an opportunity for guys that are trying to make the two deep to impress some coaches. It's your twos and your, a lot of your twos and threes. Yeah. Some of your They starters, want to get in the two deep. Yeah. That's because, what they do. Because you're going to run full speed, so you don't want guys to get hurt. Unfortunately, the last two years and three years, there's been some injuries. Yona Pritchard broke his leg. Ammon Olsen, I believe, strained his uh, PCL or MCL last year. He was out for six weeks after that. So you don't want any major injuries. But it, here's why it's good, though. You're going to develop, like Rob Daniel said, some depth. Let's see what some of these backups and third string players can do. This is where a guy like Skylar Ridley could emerge in years past. Brian Sampson caught the game-winning touchdown uh, right before his mission as a tight end in this game. He's now a tight end. He's back. He might be in the mix this year. So you get a look at some of these other guys. Yes, the fall is closer to the season. It and when it really reveals itself, will BYU's offense show wrinkles? and so, Maybe. It's more about individuals than the team scheme. Anyways. Look, the game matters. It just does. There, There is some prominence in this, sorry, scrimmage and in this practice, it is a chance to display what BYU is right now. Who's there? Bronco said a few times the scrimmage will feature guys that are just trying to make the two deep. That's the emphasis. So don't expect to see Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams and a lot of Alani Fua, Bronson Kafusi. However, you should expect to watch live reaction and interviews with us tomorrow during our BYU Sports Nation spring football scrimmage starting at 2 Eastern noon Mountain right here on BYU TV and BYU Radio, a special simulcast edition. And all these guys are practicing for one thing, Connecticut. Countdown to Connecticut. 154 and one. Ah, women's basketball gets the Huskies first. At Big Dan 11 says there's no regional split. It's going to be straight up ESPN. 
straight up the mothership. Our girls, says ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> On the rest of the BYU Sports Nation, beat men's volleyball on UC Santa Barbara tonight in the Smith Fieldhouse. Telling you what, man, this is uh, it's a team that's rolling. Looking forward to that. The electric Big match tonight. Right Check there. it out. BYU yes. TV, 9 Eastern. Our Twitter question today is, what will the BYU Sports Nation headline be on Monday? It's Twitter time. All right, Jerem, you see, see any of your favorites on Twitter yet? I don't. I say, here's, here's what I say. I think it's going to be related to BYU women's basketball. I, I, win or lose, I think it's related to BYU women's basketball because of what they've done. It's going to say something about special BYU Sweet 16. It will be around BYU women's basketball because of the way they play against Connecticut. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, another guy who's making the switch, this time from running back back to linebacker. He'll join us in studio next. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, and the BYU Radio iOS app. Hey, next Wednesday, April 2nd, the Y Awards are live on BYU TV for the first time ever and with fans of the Merritt Center. You can just show up. It's free. Just walk in, attend. It's awesome. Hosted by the cast of Studio C. Don't miss it. The Y Awards, next Wednesday night, 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Jerem, what are you holding? I'm holding a rugby ball now. That is awesome. I don't know the proper way to hold this, <laughs> uh, but I'm holding it because we have David Smith here, the head coach of uh, the men's rugby team. David Smith, head coach of BYU Rugby, joining BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jaron Jordan. Coach, welcome back to the show. This is, uh, I believe, your first time on the new set, correct? I believe you're right, yeah. So Looks what, very good up here, lads. What's the proper way to hold a rugby ball? And remember, it's on radio. You have the to most important it. thing is that you don't drop it. <laughs> okay. It. I'm not Two strong enough. best. One next, but just don't drop it. So not the ball pointed up or sideways? Uh, doesn't matter? doesn't really matter. Okay. Just can don't I, drop it. Can I do this? That's right. Hold it out to the side as I run? No, because then I steal it. Two okay. hands. Yeah. Then I take it away. This is good to know uh, for potential rugby players, which are probably watching uh, the show right now. So you have a uh, big match Saturday. You played the other night in a snowstorm against Cal Poly. Yeah, that First was off, crazy. First off, what was that like? was terrible, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, that uh, snow just kept on coming, and it was uh, a cold evening. But we got the job done. Didn't look great at doing it, but that was to be expected with the weather. Now, San Francisco Golden Gate? That's, that their that's the one, yeah. So they won the Men's Super League, the yes. professional league in the U.S. Yeah, semi. And, and yeah, semi. Okay, and uh, BYU, you are the national champion. So this is the Champions Challenge, college versus semi-pro. That's correct. That that's yeah, up? that's how it's set up. And you guys win this game most of the time. How do you guys beat uh, s- semi-professionals? Uh, you know, it's, it's a good question. A lot of time I think it's just our boys are, are uh, you know, up for the game, get their talent going there and uh, work hard and eke out a, a good victory. We haven't won all the time, you know, we're about half and half, and tomorrow certainly will be a huge challenge. You know, we're going through some injuries right now and one or two kids missing, so it's going to be a big ask, but I think the boys are up for it. I think they're looking forward to the challenge, so we'll see how it goes. It'll definitely be a a tough day at the office. 
David Smith, the head coach of the BYU rugby team on BYU Sports Nation. Again, coach, I saw a T-shirt the other day that has been produced that says, no scholarships, just championships, BYU rugby. What is it about your team that they're able to to succeed at such a high level despite the, the no scholarship designation? I think it's just their dedication, to be honest. I mean, first and foremost, they're all good students. You know, they work hard at that. And then, you know, they take uh, playing rugby very seriously. We try and create a high-performance environment for them. And they respond really well and, and work very hard. And they're rewarded for their efforts on the field. A guy we might see tomorrow at the Blue and White scrimmage is Paula C.K., running back for the BYU football team who's emerged as a pretty good football player despite no experience. When will he start playing rugby again? He'll actually be back um, as soon as spring ball is over. So we play the University of Utah on Friday night, the 4th of April, and uh, I think we're planning on seeing him in that game. He will debut in that game? He will probably get some time there for sure, yeah. <laughs> will he be in the starting 15? Uh, probably not, but we'll wait and see how it goes. Yeah. We'll look at injuries and that sort of thing, but the plan right now is to ease him in a little bit slowly. The Wasatch Cup. We always look forward to that one. David Smith, BYU Rugby Coaches on BYU Sports Nation. Your team ha- went through a, a I don't, I don't want to call it a bad loss, but maybe a surprising loss to St. Mary's this year. You don't lose to many college teams. Uh, now that you've had some time to separate from that loss, what did you learn and how did you grow from that setback? Well, I, you know, it was it was good. I mean, I, I never like to lose. Let me make that clear to start with. But if you're going to lose, I think that was probably a good one for us to lose because it was a wake-up call for the guys. You know, it was our very first game of the season, our first full game, and it just reminded them that, hey, it takes more than just showing up. You know, we got exposed in a few areas there in the game, so it gave us lots of good uh, – uh, grist for the mill, as the man says, for training. And uh, what, sorry, what does the man say for training? <laughs> grist for the mill. Grits for the mill. Grist. Grist. Grist for the mill. For the mill. That's right. You know, so the boys had to work hard. Had to look at uh, some very specific areas. And in fairness to them, they have. And you know, we got three. Or got St. Mary's three weeks after that, and we were able to turn them over and uh, got you know got back on our winning ways. BYU rugby head coach David Smith is in studio on BYU Sports Nation. Playing Utah is always a big deal, uh, and that's part of this season that is the var- you play in the Varsity Cup. Essentially, you're playing a bunch of exhibitions that are meaningful in that they prepare you for this tournament at the end of the year, essentially. What is the Varsity Cup, and how is that uh, coming? I think it's, what, year three now? Year two. Year two. Varsity Cup is just a, it's a postseason national championship tournament um, with a lot of very good teams. Uh, you know, uh, there's been a collegiate national champion, I think, in America for the last 34 years. And of the 12 teams in the Varsity Cup, I think uh, those champion, or 32 of those champions, about 30, 31, 32 championships have been won by one of those 12 teams. So uh, the high caliber rugby, all great institutions, we're all working to the same goal, trying to grow the sport of rugby a little bit on the college campus get a little bit of national exposure. The final this year is actually going to be televised live on NBC Fantastic. right before the Kentucky Derby. From Rio Tinto. From Rio in Tinto. Sandy, Utah. That's correct. So it's a great it's a great opportunity uh, for our boys to play against uh, you know good student athletes from other institutions where we're going to be challenged and tested. So we're very excited about it. Last year was the first year. It went very well. Naturally, we enjoyed ourselves because we won it. Um, you know, we're fortunate enough to do that. Uh, our goal this year is to go out and perform as best as we can too uh, and see how well we can do again. But it'll be a challenge. I mean, some very, very good teams in that uh, field. 
Coach David Smith of BYU Rugby on BYU Sports Nation right now. It takes a unique uh, personality and mentality to succeed at a sport that is as physically as demanding as rugby is. You have some, uh, some great players, some great characters. I want to go just personality side right now. Who is, who is the most rambunctious, outgoing personality on your team right now? Probably Sumption, probably Kyle. <laughs> the captain. He's definitely rambunctious, and he's got a huge personality, so he would take most of the boxes in those categories for sure. Is he the guy that's screaming at everybody during the game? He does his fair share of screaming, okay. yeah. <laughs> you got to have one of those guys. That's right. Who's the next Paul Lassique if there was one? Um, you know, someone with that sort of power on the team we probably don't have right now, but when it comes to finesse and skill sets... You know, one of the whoopies would be up there. Um, Jared and... Jared and Josh. And Josh. Johnny Lingo's, you know, fairly skillful player. So they're all... You Did know, you just call him Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Lingo? Lingo or yeah, Johnny Rugby? Sorry. Muhana, you ugly! <laughs> yeah, no, I like Johnny Lingo better. So, <laughs> so that's what we call him. Is he a 13-cow uh, scrum half or fly half? <laughs> Is he a what? A 13-cow... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. As many as you can get on there. <laughs> David Smith of BYU Rugby joining BYU Sports Nation. I just lost all thought processes. When Thinking we about Johnny Lingo. Johnny Lingo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's refocus. Johnny Linehan. This is such an international flavor on your team. Uh, you got guys from New Zealand and, and Australia. South Africa. Uh, South Africa. What is that dynamic like managing a bunch of guys that are from really a, a bunch of different backgrounds? It's a lot of fun, but it does come with its challenges. You know, this year, the way the team's broken down between players and coaches, we have uh, representatives from eight different countries and 20 different states. So when you bring all those guys into one room or one field, um, you know, it's, it's quite uh, entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, it, you know, it does take a little bit of time to get everybody on the same page. Is Ireland the best of those eight countries? No doubt whatsoever. <laughs> That's not even a question, right? Not even a question. <laughs> I, I apologize for asking. <laughs> David Smith, the rugby head coach, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, two more home games, San Francisco uh, this Saturday, and then Utah, and then the postseason. Now, if, if I remember correctly, we've talked before the semis in the Varsity Cup, if you win the quarterfinal, when you win the quarterfinal. Would be in Provo? That's correct. A home game. Here okay. in Southfield. So you'd play in Provo for a Varsity Cup semi and then the final in Sandy. What kind of advantage does that play towards uh, winning the national title again? Uh, logistically, just, you know, with Sandy only being a few miles up the road, obviously that's a, that's a positive. Uh, we can sleep in our own beds, be in our own environment, and not have to travel across country to, to get where we're going. So that does have some advantages. So we'll try and, you know, get as much out of that as possible. I've talked to a lot of people that might not be too familiar with rugby, but the, the overwhelming theme is when they go and watch a rugby match, particularly BYU rugby, and they see how entertaining it is, they want to keep going back. What is it about the sport that when you get involved makes you want to, want to keep going back for more? Well, as my wife would say, it's, it's fast-paced, it's moving, it's all action, and it's done in an hour and a half. So you don't that have to part is the part You that cannot that's put enough emphasis on that's that. That's right. She really enjoys that. It's done in an hour and a half. <laughs> Next week is uh, the Wasatch Cup uh, with Utah. I believe you guys have won something like eight straight or something in that. Something like that, yeah. Um, when you win that much, you just kind of forget the number. Uh, it's always big with Utah. And in the games where you can physically exert yourself, it just feels like it's more of a rivalry, right? Yeah. So, of course, basketball is one thing. Football is one thing. And then you have rugby. Where you, hey, no pads, baby. Let's do this. Let's do it. Unofficial holy war. 
You play BYU. Uh, how fun is the Wasatch Cup each year with Utah? Oh, you know, that's really a highlight, highlight of the year for us. I mean, any time that you get to play against Utah is, is a great occasion. You know, there's a big rivalry there. Um, some of the kids in both teams played together in high school. They know each other. We've even had family connections in the past. So it's a big opportunity to get out there and, and hopefully perform at your best. And against Utah, there's nobody better to perform at your best against than them. Speaking of pads, Johnny Lingo, or Johnny Linehan, Johnny Rugby, all of the above, said he was <laughs> afraid of pads. He'd rather just play without pads. That's an int- I, I was shocked to hear that from him because rugby is such a physical sport. You would think, hey, p- throw the pads on and it's just going to be, you know, I can almost weaponize those things. But he said he, was, he would rather not play with pads. Yeah, I mean, excuse me, it's something that I can't really talk to very much because I've never worn pads. I don't know what it's like. I think he did for a while, so I'll trust him and believe him when he says he'd rather play without them than with them. (laughs) Very good. Yeah, you don't launch yourself. Coach, we have a tradition here on uh, BYU Sports Nation where we have all of our celebrities sign the BYU Rise Up flag for BYU Sports Nation, so can we get your autograph? And while you're signing that, our Twitter question today is, what will the BYU Sports Nation headline be on Monday? What will the rugby headline be across BYU Sports Nation on Monday? Rugby headline will be that the boys went out, performed very well, and squeaked it at the end. Okay. That's a little long, but I think we can fit it on. <laughs> can you get that on there? Yeah, I think so. All we right. can get it on. <laughs> David Smith, great to have you. Good luck, and we appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. What do you think, BYU Sports Nation? What will the Monday headline be after a busy weekend of Cougar sports? Keep your responses coming in using the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, a guy who has broadcast aspirations and also football dominance. Let's see what he's got. Michael Olisa making the transition from running back back to linebacker. He'll join us on set. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. This is Nate Austin, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation rolling on this Friday. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live in Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Tonight on BYU TV, the second-ranked men's volleyball team hosts number 5 Santa Barbara live at 9 Eastern. Don't miss it. It's going to be yeah. awesome. You didn't sound very convincing. Don't, don't miss don't it. Don't miss it, there, baby. That's better. That's better. <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday. Monster Trucks <laughs> Energy Solutions Arena. Recapping some of our top headlines, it's a busy weekend for BYU sports. Starting with the BYU women's basketball team, they are in Lincoln, Nebraska for the Sweet 16 matchup against number one ranked UConn. That game will take place at 4.30 Eastern, 2.30 Mountain, live on BYU Radio with Ty Brandenburg on the call. And if you want to watch it, live on ESPN straight up. What will your headline be across BYU Sports Nation on Monday? Tell us what you think using the hashtag BYUSN. Our next guest is a guy who knows a thing or two about transitioning, uh, making changes on the fly. Michael Elisa, linebacker, then running back, and now linebacker again. And Michael, I'm going to talk about something that has nothing to do with football off the bat, and that right. is broadcast aspirations. You, I, I understand you, you want to get into to TV and radio. How did that come about? Being in front of a camera growing up, you know, and uh, going from senior year to freshman year of college and and uh, these past couple of years as a running back, I've fallen in love with the camera. <laughs> I need more camera time. 
we'll, well, here you are. I'm just kidding. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> loves no, you too, no, 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 The truth is, I love sports. I love talking about it, and uh, you know, I, I want to be around it more after college. If you don't want a hard college experience, this is the way to go. <laughs> We did this. Hey, it was not easy. It was not easy. <laughs> it wasn't hard. I'm sitting there in biology or whatever going, what What am I going to do with this? What? I, nothing. Yeah, well, now, no now you tell me. I'm almost done with business school. Now you tell me that broadcasting is the way to go. So. Hey, David Smith was in here. He brought us a rugby ball. What did you bring us? Uh, brought you a half full body oh, bottle of yes, uh, the space yes. water. Not take it back. With the X on it. I don't know if that means that it was already drank out of... I hope not. BYU football player Michael Alisa joining us on BYU Sports Nation. We've already got your broadcast aspirations out there. You can use this as a practicing tool this here. This be on your demo reel. Studio right. B. Right. Let's talk about football and the spring practices that are happening right now. How does a team improve in a spring practice session? Okay, so for, for me, spring ball has always been a time to see who your potential uh, standouts can be okay. in the fall. And uh, this year, you know, we got guys like Bronson Kafusi making a move. Great opportunity for him to grow and, uh, you know, learn that position as a stand-up, stand-up linebacker rushing from the end. Um, he had to drop like 20 pounds, Shoot. but he looks great. He looks great rushing out there, and they love him. And you had to gain 20 pounds. I had to Kathy, <laughs> Kathy Aiken destroying you the aired on Monday, and you outlined your diet. Yeah, yeah. 5.30 a.m. do this. And all yeah. through the day. Is it so, the same food every day almost? Same food. It gets a little boring. Are you so, I, yeah. so I talked to my nutritionist. He said every now and then you can take a cheat day. You know, eat some pizza or... A cheat day is man, pizza? Man, you're day. crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wild, right? Pepperonis. <laughs> but no... But no sausage. None of that. <laughs> Michael Lisa joining us on BYU Sports Nation. The transition from linebacker to running back back to linebacker, I'm sure, has been kind of a, an emotional roller coaster for you. Why did you decide that you wanted to go back to linebacker? You know, ever since I first moved to running back, actually, people close to me have told me, like, what are you doing? Stay at linebacker. That's where you're meant to play. You know, you've always been a linebacker, and um, that's what your body type is built for. Um, after a few fun years at running back and um, some harsh injuries, uh, moving back to linebacker just made sense. And uh, I feel I might I may have let, lost a step um, with with these injuries, and uh, it's going to take a while to get that speed back. Um, so you know, moving back to outside linebacker will be will be the smart move. Did the coaches approach you about it, or did you co- approach the coaches? Um, I I was talking I talked to Coach Papinga every now and then about what he thought about the idea. And uh, when it was decided to redshirt me and to shut me down for the rest of the season with my groin injury, uh, Mendenhall told me, look, move back to, to defense. We can, we'll let you choose safety, outside linebacker or inside linebacker. And um, uh, he, he didn't even know that I was already thinking that. Huh. So it just, just worked out perfectly. 12th-year senior Michael Elisa is on <laughs> BYU Sports Nation. Uh, the, which specific outside linebacker are you going to play? Uh, they, they, right now they have me at the, the strong side. The strong? Yeah, so Sam. So who's, who's in front of you? Alani who's, Fua. So Alani Fua mm-hmm. is, the, uh, is the Sam. Are you hoping uh, to be his backup or, or pull a Spencer Hadley and get onto the field in another position? Possibly pull a Spencer Hadley. You know, if maybe a nickel or, or uh, maybe even move me to, to middle. I don't, I'm not sure where it's going to work out, but, uh, you know, just make plays. Most and, importantly, and you just, you just get work. to hit people again, right? Yeah, I just want to, you know, give a little payback to what I've been receiving <laughs> yes. the past couple of years. Broken arm. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't want to break anybody's arm, but, but I do want to do break some hitting. Break egos. You <laughs> talked wills. You talked about the harsh injuries that you went through, uh, the broken arm and the, the groin setback. 
What did those injuries do for you as an athlete, maybe to shape you for the future? Uh, losing losing time uh, an injury like that teaches you how important every every uh, moment you're given is and every opportunity that you're given. Uh, it's made me value this game more. And um, sitting out, watching other guys play, uh, you you learn a lot more mm. of of the, the the mental side of the game. And you can't just rely on your athleticism. Um, Spend a lot more time in the film room, a lot more time talking to uh, guys who have been there and done that. I talk to Rob Morris every now and then, and, and he's, he's been really helpful. David Nixon called him up the other day. And, and these guys who, who have been through injuries and come back and have, have played really well, uh, talking to them has given me a lot of, um, I'd, I'd say, uh, uh, emotional strength, I guess, which is important in this game. Your versatility is something that's interesting because you played offense and defense, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Everybody rumba! <laughs> 11. You have 11 career tackles and 11 <laughs> career receptions. There's not many people oh, wow. that can say that. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's the stat of the 11 day. 11 is also my favorite number. So there you go, Mike. I'm actually going to change my jersey number. Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh. No, we're staying 42. You brought humor. That's what you brought today. <laughs> Looking forward at this BYU football team, uh, it's hard to tell this early in, in March or April how a team's going to look come game number one in the fall. Oh, by the way, 154 days away from Connecticut. We count down Let's every go. day on the show. We, we do go. the countdown. This is no joke. All right. We started at like 240. There we go. We're at 154. <laughs> Why do you feel like this team will be better in 2014? Well, you got a, you got a better offense. You got a more uh, disciplined and experienced offensive line. Last year they're a little young. Now you know we got guys who have who've been there and uh, who've seen the, the 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 heat of the battle. Um, Taysom Hill is coming along. We all know he can run, and he's looking good with his arm now, even better than he was like. I think what we saw in Utah State, uh, those deep bombs, you know, those those risky, uh, streaky throws. Uh, that's what we want more. We want more of those those throws down the field to to get us big chunks of yards. And and uh, Taysom can do that, and he's looking better every day. Um, Jamal Williams has been a bright light uh, in, in spring ball. Have you guys have you guys been able to watch yeah. some of the practices? Yes. Just breaking off long runs left and right. And um, one one thing I've noticed being in the defensive room watching Jamal play is is uh, Whenever there's an, an an error, a gap error in the defense, Jamal exploits it like with with without a without a miss, you know. And, and um, seeing him play like that, I feel like he's come a long way um, mentally uh, as as a player. We all know he's extremely athletic, but but he's growing every day. Taysom Hill said the other day that he is 228 pounds right now. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Oh man, I better keep gaining. Then I'm gotta be <laughs> at least 10 you... pounds heavier than the quarterback. Can you imagine? Okay, taking him on the elusiveness, not to mention the the strength. What's that like for opposing linebackers? That that's that's scary. You don't want a guy that that can either truck you or run around you? you or run around you. Yeah. And Taysom is is. An amazing athlete, and he's he's shown that in practice. Even though he has his green jersey on, and and they blow the whistle when guys touch him. What was it Tuesday? He, he, he dives into the end zone he, from five he'll, yards he'll still, out. He'll still get the corner around uh, linebackers and and DBs every now and then. Um, and then Tuesday diving into the corner kind of reminds me of a uh, you know little Johnny Manziel like you know kind of throwing his body around. He doesn't really care about landing on the shoulder. You know you want to keep his his right shoulder good. He's yes. a guy that you can't risk. Having a bum shoulder, but uh, he he definitely gets it done for the team. 
We've talked about this in the last couple of weeks, too, that the dynamic of the two teams, there's two BYU teams during spring football. There's the defense and the offense. Yeah. In the fall, there's one team. Mm-hmm. It's different. Uh, what's it like uh, having that battle between your buddies? You're yeah. all, you're all yeah. buddies, but there's some rivalries in there. Yeah, you, and you have to have that. I feel like that's so important. The bigger the rivalry, the, the more heated the fights every practice, the better. You need to have guys competing, and you need guys have... You need to have guys mad at each other, and even off the field, you know, they're, they're, they're like we say that we keep it on the field. No, there's no way. Yeah, no, you go in the locker room, guys are still talking. Oh, I hate that guy. I hate the offense. I hate the defense. You know, <laughs> and you got to have that throughout the spring because that that's what makes the team better. That's what makes everyone work harder. That's what, that's what makes guys stay in the film room after practice, watching film, so that the next day they can dominate the guy across the field, across the line from them. Is this awkward for you, having been a running back? Now you're a linebacker. I know you're out recovering still for the spring but no no not at all do you talk to the running backs do i talk to the running backs no yeah yeah, i know you're still my buddies all of you are terrible (laughs) (laughs) i'm giving all the linebackers all the inside secrets no no (laughs) here's how you get it out of jamal's arm (laughs) right you can't michael elisa on byu sports nation byu linebacker was a running back but now transitioning back to linebacker uh final question for you michael is how's your health right now as you get ready for the upcoming football season it's it's coming along, and uh, right now it's more of a safety precaution keeping me out of spring ball. Uh, it, it, you know, we probably could have gone this this spring, but um, we, we figured it'd be smarter to just wait until fall and let me just fully recover. So get what, healthy, man. What are you Thank recovering you. from? Specific groin and broken arm still? No, just groin. Just the just groin. groin. Yeah, okay. the arm is fine. Right now it's just the the torn groin, and that we're. Uh, it, I mean, we had surgery back in October, so. Just giving it a nice, long, healthy recovery process. Our Twitter question today is, what will the headline be across BYU Sports Nation on Monday? Michael Elisa with women's basketball, spring football, volleyball, rugby. What do you think the BYU Sports Nation headline will be on Monday? Wait, okay, when, when do women's basketball play? Saturday. They play tomorrow. Okay, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. You know, and, you know, somewhat of a bandwagon fan. I haven't gone to any of their games this year, I'll admit. But I'm going. I'm rooting hard for for our women's basketball Lincoln? team. Is that what you're I'm not going to Lincoln. <laughs> Flying today. I'm going to Orem. No, just kidding. Uh, you could. It could be Jerem's haircut too, if you want to be the headline. I'm going to be shave his my head if BYU beats Connecticut. <laughs> really? On the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going to be. That's what's going to no, be. It's not, it's not, not going to be that. That's going to be women's going to Elite Eight. Okay. For sure. And they play. They would play on Monday. So yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah. Will you sign our Rise Up flag before you go? Oh, friend? I'd love to. Awesome. What an honor. Great yeah. stuff from Michael Elisa. Hey, Mike anytime... will be prominently featured on the yes. sideline tomorrow at the spring scrimmage. All right. He may do some. Fresh. He may do some reporting on the side with number eleven on the on my arm <laughs> during so, the so season. Eleven knows. for everybody. Yeah. Eleven tackles. Well, you're going to add to that. Yeah, I'll start a little tally. <laughs> oh, hey, Michael, great to have you with us. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Get healthy. Thank you. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, how well do you know the Yukon Huskies? Really well. You're about to find out some good stuff. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. BYU football 154 days away from their season opener against the University of Connecticut. Bring them on! Spring football scrimmage tomorrow. We'll have a special live on BYU Radio and BYU TV starting at 2 Eastern Noon Mountain live reaction, interviews, good stuff wrapping up spring football uh, for Cougar fans nationwide. And then at 4.30 Eastern, women's basketball plays Connecticut, live on ESPN and BYU Radio in the Sweet 16 in Lincoln, Nebraska, the Cornhusker State. Would you consider yourself an expert on the University of Connecticut? 
Is that rhetorical, or are you talking to me? I'm asking you. Um, Jerem. Uh, no. Okay. I would consider myself one who's read the Wikipedia page and searched its official page as well. <laughs> and we will deliver the goods now. <laughs> Let us play Know the Foe. BYU Sports Nation asks, do you know the foe? Yes. Yes, we do. It's the number one ranked Connecticut Huskies. Don't look at my screen, man. I'm not looking at your screen. What kind of person do you think I am? We don't have time really? to discuss. Come on, man. <laughs> I think you're a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. All right, Jerem. You go first. Founded before or after Brigham Young Academy? The University of Connecticut. Before. After. What? BYA. On the nice. East Coast? 1875. UConn, 1881. Whatever. Believe it. Can you name... Three players on the UConn women's basketball team. Right now? Right now. Nope. Can you name one? Nope. (laughs) Don't care. (laughs) I don't care. Okay. Now you go. Gino Ariyama is the coach. Who has more students, BYU or Connecticut? Ooh. BYU is huge. There is a huge... 33,000. Yeah, it's big. Um... But the because, largest, because largest private university in America. Because Connecticut's a state school, I'm going to go with Connecticut. BYU, baby! Oh, okay, all right. Man, we, we are not doing very well at all. Okay. What's the we there? Oh, yeah, you're right. I missed it. Connecticut has two <laughs> football stadiums. Where are they? Uh, one, I'm assuming, is in Hartford. The other in... Oh, what was the other city? Stores? Yes, good job. Oh. What's the name of the Husky mascot? Like Cosmo for BYU. Harry the Husky. It's Jonathan, as in Jonathan the Husky. Jonathan, as in Jonathan Trumbull, who was a pre-revolutionary colony governor who took up the rebel cause. Jonathan the Husky. Jonathan the Husky? Yes. That makes no sense. Hello, Jonathan. That's what Cosmo says. (laughs) Why, hello? No, he doesn't speak. Cosmo does not speak. How many national championships has Gino Ariyama won? Eight. No. Nine. Nine. (laughs) Which of these was never the name of the university? Stores Agricultural College, Connecticut Farming College, Connecticut State College, University of Connecticut. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Connecticut State. Nope. Connecticut Farming College. (laughs) They would call it agricultural. Oh, that's true. Was it ever called Connecticut Agricultural School? Of course it was. Nailed it. Okay. You have anything else for us, Jeremy? I'm done. You've, you've. Which of these people didn't go to Connecticut? I was waiting for this, the famous people. Moby, Meg Ryan, or Reese Davis? Reese Davis went to Alabama. Correct. <laughs> Moby and Meg Ryan went to UConn. What is the BYU Sports Nation headline on Monday? That is our Twitter question today. Tweet, tweet. Let me ask you, Jeremy. I already told you what I thought it was going to be dealing with the women's basketball. I didn't say win or lose, but I said it will be women's basketball because of the way that they play. They, they, will, they will play well, win or lose, and I think it's about them. What do you think it's going to be? BYU competes. But falls in a close one at the buzzer to Connecticut. <laughs> Jerem's hair stays intact. I thought it was just going to be Jerem's USA hair stays today. intact. Jerem's hair stays intact. <laughs> the universe. Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't seen anything about BYU volleyball. Does that surprise you? Uh, it's just not the time of the year for that to take over. In a couple of weeks, they will. At Bridger Hill. Not Hilm. the time of year. The number two in the country. I mean, when it's the conference tournament. All and right, then, fine. Yeah. At Bridger Hill. Monday's 
uh, BYU Sports Nation headline will be, you cannot, but it's U-C-A-N-N, like capital U-C-N-N in there, cannot buy a basket. Hampson's triple-double lifts elite at BYU WBB to 17-plus victory. At Russ Cragen. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> well, we can all dream. Uh, at North American 71, the BYU women's basketball team is in elite company. That's good. That's well played. That is well played. Uh, our BYU Sports Nation question today is, what will the headline be on Monday? Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. We've had a great show today, joined by Michael, Elisa, and David Smith. The simulcast rocking and rolling through show number 150, and it only gets better next with a loaded Cougar Whip around. You're watching and listening to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to a Friday edition of BYU Sports Nation, show number 150. Man, we've had some good memories. Yeah! Great stuff. And making more today. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is, brother? Whoops! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. BYU Spring Scrimmage tomorrow. One Eastern time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It's open to the public. We'll be broadcasting live with interviews and players, coaches, and special guests starting at 2 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Women's basketball. After a travel day yesterday and a practice today, the BYU women's hoops team facing UConn tomorrow in the Sweet 16 in Lincoln, Nebraska. Tip-off set for 4.30 Eastern, 2.30 Mountain on BYU Radio and on ESPN. Men's Volleyball. ESPN. A couple of big matches this weekend for BYU Volleyball tonight. Second-ranked BYU hosts fifth-ranked Santa Barbara at 9 Eastern. And then tomorrow night, senior night, special time against UCLA 10 Eastern. Both matches live on BYU TV. Track and field. BYU's Chase Dalton took first in the decathlon at Clyde Littlefield, Texas Relays, beating three former national champions and posting a qualifying mark for nationals. Boom! Golf. The women's golf team competes in the Mountain View Invitational this weekend. Tennis. Both the men's and women's tennis teams face Loyola Marymount University today. The men host LMU. The women, they're in L.A. on the road. Softball. Now don't sleep on Idaho State. They're next. <laughs> the softball team doesn't plan on doing that, Trevor Maddich. 8 Eastern tonight, Gail Miller Field. Three-game series with the Bengals. Watch it live on the W.TV. Then tomorrow there's a doubleheader starting at 3 Eastern, also on the W.TV. Baseball. BYU lost 10-3 in Moraga to the St. Mary's Gales last night. They'll play a pair of games starting at 3 Eastern today. Listen to both live on BYU Radio. Rugby. It's the Champions Challenge tomorrow at Southfield, as David Smith told us earlier on the show in studio, as BYU Rugby faces the San Francisco Golden Gate. They rebuilt it after X-Men 3. The match begins at 3 Eastern. Lacrosse. <laughs> The third-ranked men's lacrosse team play Cal Poly tomorrow at North University Fields at 6 Eastern. Again, tomorrow, 2 Eastern, BYU TV, our BYU Sports Nation special, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're excited to be there. Live reaction with interviews and coaches and a bunch of other cool people. Who gets our rise and shout today? I want to say David Smith for bringing a rugby ball to us. I'll say Michael Lisa because I think he's got a lot of personality and has a chance to be a sports broadcaster. And he gave us a half full bottle of water. Yes. (laughs) No, he took it. Oh, shoot. (laughs) How about some favorite sounds of the week? Spring ball's been real edgy. It's been real competitive, Mm. you know. Offense won't give us any, and we won't give them any. 
and I think it's good for the team. Just to be there and, and play under uh, lights like that and uh, just the whole tournament atmosphere uh, is, is really good experience for, for us and our program. Coach always seems to, to make the right move and he's, he, he's never disappointed me in the seven years I've been here. Uh, he seems to know his roster and his guys better than anyone else. Um, there's a lot of people on the outside that say maybe you should do this, do that, but he seems to always push the right button. If we can figure out a way to play defense and, and get stops consistently, I think we can be really good next year. scary good. Yeah. yeah. These young ladies are excited. They're playing great basketball right now. They believe in themselves. And we got a great opportunity. I've told them a lot during the season that you have opportunities, and when they come, you need to take them. We want to play UConn. Oh, wow! Yes! Good answer! We, Good we, answer! We, we want to play UConn. <laughs> I mean, what a great opportunity. We get to play the number one team in the country. That, for me, is the soundbite of the week right there from Zojan Harry. We yeah. want UConn! Yeah. Oh, you got him. Our Twitter question awesome. today is, what will the headline be on Monday's BYU Sports Nation? You got tweets. This is great. At BYU Women's Basketball. Here's the headline we want to see. Jerem Jordan is going bald. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At BYU Radio. Well played. He said, Monday headline, at Jerem Jordan escorted from the studio after security fails to recognize him bald. <laughs> Go at BYU WBB. Eric Mika, get your flow. Be ready, brother. <laughs> Woo! At LDS Soccer Todd, Taysom's throwing game looks to have improved 100%. I don't know how much we're going to see Taysom throw, but hey, why not? Whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it'll be fun. But if you missed it, this is show 150 for us. We started on Labor Day, September Boom, 2nd. Boom, shakalaka! <laughs> exactly. There was a lot of that going on in October. And BYU Sports Nation celebrates its 150th show today. It's been fun, my friend. Yes, it has. Let's keep this going. Abs- Continuing absolutely. For the first time for us tomorrow on a Saturday. Thanks for our guests today, Michael, Elisa, David Smith, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYUTV.org slash DVR for Jerem Jordan. Ow. He's hit me with the tennis ball again. I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to Trent Whitey. BYU Sports Station back to work next Monday.